Hello and welcome back for another episode of the Resurrected or Winners You podcast. Alex and I are both busy beavering away at Metal Gear Solid, so we don't have time. We don't have time to pod for Gasway today, so see you later. No, 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 <laughs> we don't have a game for you this week. <laughs> uh, but have no fear, we are here this week to discuss and rank our favourite sports game. No messing about, I'm just, I'm just going to dive into the episode head first. So let's get our ears associated with our voices. Unchanged from birth, my name continues to be David and sitting across from me this week is my partner in crime, Mr Alex Aldridge. How are you doing today, Alex? I'm good. I get to sit up front because I'm a good guy at sports. Sports, 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 <laughs> sports, 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 sports. I'd actually written down here, are you ready to get down into the list making weeds? But given your other podcast pursuits, you're, you don't really get out of the weeds, do you? You're sort of no. listing in some form or another your entire life that's putting, just what you are now putting my opinions against the opinions of other people and then up to the public vote which is a, a massive mistake yeah in many ways you're dragging me down to your listy level well it's not quite a list is it because this will be this is a competitive because it's sports right yeah this i was thinking about this i, I was I was making my list today and I was like, right, do I pick the game I think would, in theory, win? Or do I just pick a game that I thought was really cool? And I think I've, I've done sort 50, of, 50 probably for that. Yeah, I've sort of straddled the fence. and sort of, What do you call... I, I wonder if this is a Scottish thing or a British thing or just a normal sort of English-speaking thing. If you were walking along let's say, a wooden post, and you slipped and fell on said wooden post with your legs either side of the post, Mm -hmm. what would you call that? Well, like straddling it? Yes. What what would I call? So we would call it a posty. Well, is that a thing then? Just like that happens regularly up in Scotland that people fall on posts. So I had a friend that had to go to hospital because they posted themselves so badly and had to get a testicle removed. So yes, it does happen from time to time. My my wife told me a story, something similar to that, and it was something, I don't remember where the story came from, but there was an incident where some guy was like climbing something, probably a lamppost or whatnot, and he, he slid down it and like basically like cut his dick mm. open mm. and his ball sack on the way down, just like sliced it. Posty. Um, I don't think there's a word for it. Mm. I really don't. Yeah, it would happen. Um, and in less serious ones, fr- uh, friends would sort of dangle off the legs to make it worse. Jesus. Because boys are boys are horrible mutants, really. Why are we talking about that? Did I say something? That um, you think about? <laughs> I can't remember what we were talking about. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, because I was straddling between picking ah, fun games and yes. and picking games that I thought might win. 
There's a couple of categories I was looking at, and I was like, I know exactly what game Alex is picking for that category. Before we go any further, just to let the listeners know, so this will be in some way similar to the regular like year drafts that we do, where we will each pick a video game. But what we are doing this time is there are 10 categories all related to sports video games. David and I will pick one each, and then we'll have a list of 10 sports games each. And then we will put that vote out to you. So get the word out. Get on Twitter at video. No, no. At winner is you pod <laughs> on X. And uh, tell your friends to vote as well. You pick the, the list of 10 games you prefer out of the two of us. We cannot pick the same game. You can pick the categories in any order. Speaking of orders, this is where I was leading to. Uh, have you have you got like a, like a beeline? Are you going to go anywhere? But I, I've actually like in my spreadsheet that I shared a copy of with you for you to put your picks in there. I have a gold, silver, and bronze categories that I'm going to go for in that order. If I feel, if I feel they are worth doing in that order, you may, you may pick. Oh, as in a, you've got a gold category that yeah. you need to get picked. I need to go right, first okay. in there. But of course, you know, you might pick your game from one of the other two that I've got, and then that might change things up. So I don't know. I would. I guess there's probably... Do you feel like you've got a nip in there before me on anything? Yeah, I'd say there's there's perhaps two that I feel like I've got to nip in there. I thought um, three, and then everything else, I feel like you probably won't go near what I've put. Yeah, well, this is also the thing. It's like, so, I don't know what... I, I know, I'll save this. I, I, I feel like I'll be showing my hand if I start saying yeah, this. Yeah, don't so give anything away. Pick the category, and then I'll say what I was about to say. So yeah. put, that, put a pin in that. Yeah. yeah. And I'll come back to it. But yeah, there's a couple I want to dive in there and get first, I think. Would you like to read out for the listeners the 10 categories? Yes. So we have arcade sports game, football slash soccer, I assume that is, game, an extreme sports game, a 16-bit or earlier sports game, a player-licensed sports game, a motorsport game, a made-up sport game, a sports entertainment game. I tried to think out of the box for that. Okay. Didn't manage. The only reason Three it's pick. not written as wrestling and game is because I always have the word sport in there to kind of yeah, pretend yeah, it's fair. a sport because it's not a sport. Um, American sports game and free pick. Yeah. Which surely we both leave to last. Unless, unless there's the king of all sports games that I haven't thought of. Although, to be fair, I think I said to you in our WhatsApp chat that there's one for free pick that could probably draw in a lot of people's votes, I, I feel. Mm. Mm. And I've got it as my backup because I don't know if I feel dirty enough to take it. Interesting. There's one I really want to pick. Um, but it's also one that I, th- I think there's a chance I might get away with not picking it. So it's also like, do I wait and just try and wait to the, like, sort of, unleash it at the end or not i'm not sure it's going to be tough how do we decide who gets the first i am going to for the people watching at home we have a heads or tails website and i will as this is my idea i will let david call it so i always go heads oh tails tails. never fails alex you're up mate Sports entertainment game, WWF, No Mercy. Strong, strong start. So and I, I, 
So the one for me in this game, I'm just using this as a vehicle basically to talk about games. Yeah. That's the, the... the one I've got. Yeah, that's the idea. <laughs> I have, so I've got, when I've made my list, I've got a like number one pick, a number two pick, and then I've got a third pick that I may want oh, okay. and, and wanted to just sort of make the decision on at the at the sort of spur of the moment. Yeah. <sighs> Interesting. All three, all three of the games on my list are in my mind, amazing wrestling games. But I am going to, for the first pick out the bag, I'm going to deviate from what I had as my number one pick. Are you going go straight my... into are you going straight into sports entertainment as well, or are you going somewhere else? Oh, I thought I had to No 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 and then I had to. No no no. Now oh. you can go take something from me if you want to. Like don't you, you might as well leave sports entertainment game till way later, because what's the point? You got no competition. Right. right? Okay, Save sorry. It. I thought you picked the category we both picked. Oh no 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 no. Just so you just gone WWF just go No Mercy. WWF No Mercy is awesome. Oh then. good God, yeah. Did you uh, this was waste a struggle, though. Many, many a summer. Well, probably one or two. It felt like many a summer, just making belts and fighting for them over and over again. Yeah, so that's what uh, I did pretty much. Yeah, the campaign mode was actually pretty good as well. Even if it, apart from the ones that broke before they re-released it, it's just that like it's the ultimate of the N sixty four wrestling game genre, which I guess is kind of like a subgenre of wrestling games. Really, the the old. THQ, Ukes, Aki Entertainment stuff with the, you know, NWI Revenge and WWF Attitude, not Attitude, WWF WrestleMania 2000 and this. Mm-hmm. Um, three of the greatest wrestling games of all time. I mean, there are other great games, wrestling games as well. And some of the recent ones in the last 10 years have been pretty good and I've played a lot of. But mm. I think with a lot of these, like, it kind of feels, if you were to just be like, ah, oh, football game, FIFA 21 just feels weird like no one thinks of modern sports games many modern sports games as like ultimate so classic now aren't exactly. they exactly that's exactly it so i had to i'm probably going to go like classic heart picks for a lot of these mm-hmm. but i feel like that's that is the best one still wwf no i may i may have picked up a bit of a sentence from you there but yeah to me like when i was picking this sports entertainment genre WDF, WWF No Mercy is one of the three games I've got written down here, but it, it was close. Was it the first? It is, like, was it, it is would a, it have been your pick? It would not have been my okay. number one pick. It would have been my number two. Um, in talking picks, I'm going to go player licensed sports games. Oh, you son of a bitch. And I'm going to dive straight in for Tiger Woods PGA 2004. Um, which was my choice. Uh, I, that's the first thing that comes straight to mind i think with player like player licensed games it was like the king yeah. of them wasn't it i know kobe yeah. bryant had a lot of nba games obviously i mean could you say madden i don't know is he a, he I must guess. have played at some point he was certainly a coach so yeah yeah i guess i guess it sort of broadly fits yeah i guess part of the fun of this podcast is trying to argue if you've got like a one that maybe doesn't quite fit mm-hmm. trying to argue it around and get it in there yeah I'm trying to think of like, yeah, but Tiger was PGA 2004. I've again lost so many, many, many weekends playing that with friends. Yeah, um, create a create a golfer. It's actually a shame that golf games. I, I guess the two K golf games that have somewhat rekindled like golf games, but it's it that is still very much a game for the golf enthusiast. Whereas yeah. like Tiger Woods crossed that sort of river into just being a, a good game for lots of fans 
of video games in general. Yeah. It's just a shame that the the game, the EA games, never managed to evolve in any way. I mean, the 2004 is still the best EA golf game going. That, yeah, they've really not done anything of worth that I could think of. Like, I've, tr- I've tried subsequent Tiger Woods games. They've never mm-hmm. caught the same magic as, as this one. Like, it had a re- even had, like, a really good soundtrack, and it had, mm-hmm. like, a great control scheme with using, like, the analog stick and doing the spin in the air while the ball's yeah. going around and stuff. And um, the Happy Gilmore swing as well, which yes. me and my friends always loved when you pull that off with the power shots and all that kind of stuff. It's just, yeah, it's perfect. It's an absolutely perfect golf game. I've never needed another one since. <laughs> Fully agree. Alex, where are you going next? Well, this is tough because I think there's one other category that we probably would fight over. But I... In thinking about it after I listed it, like I've really struggled to find the correct answer for what I think is the either the best or even or the one that everyone would want to vote for. Mm-hmm. But I think I will, yeah, I think I will go for an extreme sports game and go Tony Hawk's Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two. You're going two, okay? So I nearly I went tra- three, but I think for the fun of this. For the fun of this category, I think that should preclude me from picking other Tony Hawk games. Do you? I don't think it yeah, should. Yeah, I think that... No? Okay. So I will unread that, because that was not the Tony Hawk game I have in my list. So okay. you've gone Tony Hawk 2. Yeah, it was a close one. I'd, I'd quite like to have a look at the soundtrack for that. Uh, soundtrack's important. It really is. And, uh, you know, if anybody wants any clarity, I'm, we're going for the Dreamcast version. Because the soundtrack for four is really good as well. That introduced me to stuff. They're like all Hot good. Music. Yeah, that is that is the that essentially put me on to like that type of music. Did the Tony Hawk games and just sort of changed my life in terms of music. I've never really looked back. Yeah, since it kind of feels like potentially I could have picked the uh, the remake version of it. I suppose that probably wouldn't. Have- wouldn't have been out of the question. Yeah, the, yeah, because that would have had. Yeah, they did. A, yeah. They actually did a, a good job of going back and getting the music they did. done because that was always a sort of difficulty that they they had, wasn't it? That the, the they couldn't necessarily get the licenses. Yeah, they had uh, highlights from that soundtrack for me. Then Blood Brothers, Papa Roach, Gorilla Radio, yes. Rage Against the Machine. Yes, No Cigar by Millen Colin, May Sixteenth, oh, Lag no Wagon. Cigar. I love that song. No Cigar is so good. No Cigar is a classic absolute classic i think for me it's got the best levels in it I, i've been re- i've been playing a lot of three to get to get going for this one because i i assumed that two was your favorite and that you were going to pick it so i had three and four as my two potentials because mm. i played i've probably played four the most but uh, probably told the story on this podcast before that i threw my gamecube controller into the console at one of the challenges on it because it was so difficult and it ended up like <laughs> popping the eject button out of the console and it like flew across the room and i had to go find it and pop it back in again so yeah three three years really really good i've been playing it on the original xbox but um the levels in that seem to start to get a little bit like overly convoluted and some of the stuff mm. like tr- they were they were a lot bigger than i remember one and two being apart from things like downhill jam and all that kind of stuff or yeah whatever it was but yeah you can't really go wrong one to four that every single one of them is really really good it's like an all-time yeah. classic 
there there are so many good games in this category that I feel guilty even picking it right now. But I am going to pick a made up sports game. <laughs> and I'm going to select Speedball 2. Brutal Deluxe. Yeah. I went Speedball 2 alongside Rogue Legacy, the probably the two standout down at Alex's mum and dad's house playing video games I can I can think, I can recall. You lost me for a second there. I thought you were going to try and tell me that Rogue Legacy was somehow a sport. But no, you're right. Um, <laughs> that was in that one trip, wasn't it? Where, yeah, you came down, we, yeah. did, some, we did some streams of Speedball 2, which I believe are still out yeah. there on the internet for people to watch if they want to see me and you screeching at each other. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and yeah, then we played we played Rogue Legacy till the wee hours, taking interns, mm-hmm. which was just superb time all around. I would say, like, Speedball 2, legitimately, I know often older gamers will say, oh, it's still good, and a lot of the time you have to sort of caveat that with controls. Speedball 2 is genuinely still a great game. Yeah, it absolutely is. And it's just such a cool made-up sport as well. Yeah. Like, kind of brutal fighting, handball-football crossover in the future. To the death. It's very similar to what, to, to doing, to cross the podcast streams. It's very similar to in my head what thrash ball would be like. Mm. The old coal train. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, because that is, there is, I suppose there is kind of an American football element to like, certainly how mm. they look, because it does look yeah. like they are wearing that kind of thrash ball coal train mm-hmm. uniform. Yeah. I knew you would pick that, and I was going to try and get in there with it, but then I realized like, there's so I thought many of something out. Well, I think, yeah, my, my obvious. Oh well, initially I thought my obvious second pick was Rocket League, but I su- because I've grown to hate Rocket League, even though I loved it for a long time, <laughs> I've decided that I'm happier with something else that I thought of. But I'm interested to hear what else you you have to talk about before I pick mine later on, because that's not a category I necessarily thought was full of great stuff. Yeah, but the problem I have for a made up sports game is I have three games. Like I say, I've got three games in this category. Mm. And two of the three games reappear in the free pick category. So ah, okay. I have to keep my powder dry for that, I'm afraid. Okay. <laughs> right, okay. I know what I'm going for for my... That was your second, wasn't it? So my, my second. third game, I am going to go for an arcade sports game. And I'm going to go for NBA Jam Tournament Edition. I knew that was coming. Yeah, I didn't think I'd get any pushback from you for it, though. Because I don't know how much of an NBA Jam guy you are. I'm not an NBA Jam guy at all. So this is partly like back at the beginning of the podcast when I was talking about do I pick based on what I think will win versus what I want to play. Mm-hmm. And NBA Jam was one of those that I was like, that is if you're if you're playing playing the game, that is the pick for this category. And I was like, I my my experience of NBA Jam is when we went to. Leeds, Leeds in, yeah. yeah, that's the only time I've ever played that game, and I had a horrible time because <laughs> I didn't know the buttons and what was happening. And you were clearly very good at the game. Yeah, you. There's a there's like a thing you have to tell your brain that the other com- like the other player on your team is fully AI controlled, but you can still make it shoot or pass to you. But mm. it's really hard to get in that mindset and not press buttons and make it do things mm. wrong. And yeah. 
I'm fully with you there. It's got a bit of a learning curve. For an arcade game, it's not as pick up and play as you'd think. Certainly if you're playing I do it think solo. Two players different. Like yeah, if you had team. if you had a couple a couple like a mate or two or like say like four mates yeah. who were all really into the game, uh, that would be the kind of game I would be hunting down an arcade machine for so that I could have friends around, get crack the beers open and just play some NBA jam. And that's the kind of environment I think we'd like it. But yeah, I just I just experienced it in the wrong way. I, w- I wouldn't hold that against the game, but I, I felt also at the same time felt like I couldn't pick it because I, ju- I couldn't I couldn't claim to be a fan of the game. Yeah, you could just do it to fuck me over, which would be completely yeah. acceptable. Um, NBA Jam uh, Tournament Edition is, is for me like the best version of the original 16-bit ones, but it just reminds me of like when I had my Sega Multi-Mega I was just getting into basketball as well because the balls were so mm. hot back in the day and it became like a sort of it was brought over to the UK like really aggressively because of Michael Jordan and the Bulls and it just like all tied that together with me so it's just I've got loads of good memories of playing loads of it as a kid that's it's honestly part of why I really want to get into the game and just sort of learn it and be better at it and have a bit better of an understanding of it because like I, I we were chatting today earlier via text and I had said that um, we're talking about Metal Gear Solid, and I was saying that the the conversations and the way that the characters interact versus like the action and stuff on the screen it gives me that like nineties movie vibe. Yes, and I've got a real soft spot for that whole thing. So it's like in my head, it's like if I'm trying to like put like a visualize a visualization to the vibe that just gives me that nice feeling inside me. It's it's like. The nineties movie, it's like the sweeping camera shot of going over like nineties America with the lights and the big tall buildings and stuff like that. And in wrapped up in that is like the bulls doing their back to backs. Um yeah. and like so like that is the game of that feeling, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like I need to I need to I need to learn this game. I do need to get to it one day. But yeah, I couldn't have picked it because it would feel disingenuous to me. There have been some really good subsequent ones as well. NBA Hang Time on like the N64 I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. There's there's one on the Dreamcast, and I can't remember what it was, but I think that one of the Dreamcast was like the last one that Midway did, and that's really good as well. And even like the one that they really they re-released on the Xbox 360 like 10 years ago was really good. I remember I played that quite a lot with a guy I, mm-hmm. I was friends with at uh, uni. We tried playing it online and got fucking whooped over and over again. <laughs> I was so disappointed. But yeah, classic. Interestingly, though, this is... Have we had any crossover yet? We haven't, have we? So we've done six categories now. They've all... Was it five? Yeah. Sorry, this is your sixth. Your uh, third, isn't it? One, two, three, four, five, six. Yes, this is the sixth. Yeah. yeah. So this is my third. But this is... Interestingly, this is one that... I think is the correct pick and <laughs> my favourite within the within the category. Um, and I'm going to go for an American sports game and I'm going straight for NHL 94. Okay. That's, um, I think you're going to get some, some voters flock into that. I think so. If I'm talking about like, yeah, games that I, I think are genuinely like good sports games, I think actual like modern, genuinely good sports games are quite few and far between these days. Agreed. But but the one that is actually genuinely good is the NBA 2K series. So that was sort of my fallback if that had gone wrong for that one because those those are legit amazing games, really really good, and they teach you how to under they teach you about basketball in a yes. way that 
most, most modern sports games don't. But NHL 94 is so good. So good. It's just arcadey fun. But it's, I mean, at the time, it was serious shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's a, it, sim, it, it, it's a sim game from 94, but now it's a full yeah. on arcade game. Yeah. I um I just really struggle to to be good at it. Like mm. I'll talk about a hockey game later on. I think no, I will, and it's going to lose me this draft. I'm pretty sure, but I don't give a <laughs> shit. Um, is it the grass hockey? Is it a grass hockey game? I want there must pick? be. That is a good question. Air hockey. It might be in some Olympic games or something. Air, well, there's a great air hockey game, and I need to try and remember what that was because I used to play that as a kid on the Amiga, and I was again terrible at it. But it was oh, that's going to drive me nuts. But um. Yeah, I've just I've gone back and tried to play NHL '94. I think I've got '96 on my Mega CD. Just can't score. Like, just cannot fucking score. Just get like <laughs> fifty shots per game, and none of them go in. They're just the keepers are just like a wall. They're impenetrable. <laughs> Did you try the? Uh, you probably even told me about it. The um, you know they just had like one in the last couple of years, like an NHL '94 remake. Yeah, yeah, loved it. The, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm really looking forward to there is an NH. It's in early access yeah. at the moment, and there's far too many games at the moment that I have even time to worry about early access games. But when it gets a full release, I'm going to look at it. There's a roguelike um, NHL, well, ice hockey game coming out that l- sort of looks like a modern take on an NHL 94 that I'm quite excited to give a go. Yeah, I've had my eye on that as well, and I've downloaded some kind of um, early access demo for it, but. Um... I haven't Too many games at the moment. Yeah. Too many games. You're up next, mate. So the, <laughs> the game the that I was talking about, the, the air hockey game on the Amiga that I was talking about was called Shuffle Puck Cafe. Shuffle Puck Cafe? What a name. Yeah, it's fucking wild. Like it was um, playing air hockey against like Vikings and monsters and stuff. It was amazing. Yeah, really fucking crazy game. So what anyway, was the... What were the controls like? Was it like Buster move, move left to right? Like, what, how did it work? I really just think it was, yeah, keyboard, just left and right on a keyboard. Maybe back it's and forth. Essentially, like pinball arcade, the shuffle puck game. Yeah. When I was on a cruise, talking about weird games that I think is actually maybe fairly common in America, I don't know. But when I was on a cruise, I was I ended up playing this game with an American girl where you. It's like this. It's this sort of metal puck thing, and it's on a wooden board with sand on it. And you've got to roll the puck and try and make it stop in the point zone. Oh my god, it's so good! But that is not mm. a game that exists in the UK. I think it's called Shuffleboard, maybe. Shuffle. Yeah, that probably. Yeah, there's a pub um, in Cambridge that I've been to a few times called the Tivoli, and that has shuffleboard there, but it's quite expensive. But I think that's mm. what you're talking about. Does that sound like what I'm describing? I've not played Such it because it's too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> They've got like an indoor mini golf as well. It's pretty cool. I bet you will find a awesome. shuffleboard place up in Glasgow when we go. Hmm. I bet you there'll be somewhere that does something like Hopefully, that. Hopefully, because it's not something, honestly, it's not something I've ever seen in the UK. You're going to have to teach me. And it. we're missing out. We are missing out. Yeah. Have I told you recently about my desire to play um, pickleball? What is called, that? I think it's called pickleball. Pickleball. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Never even heard of that. Yeah, pickleball. 
What do you do with it? It's kind of like a mix between table tennis and actual tennis that you play on a tennis court. But you've got like the bats are kind of like the halfway house between a tennis racket and a table tennis racket bat. Cool. And you have like a little wiffle ball and you you basically stand really close either side of the net, but it's really hard to find places that do it in the UK. I bet you'll fucking have one up where you are. It just a cool really game fun. we invented. I was on a stag weekend once and we had rented a it was during COVID, so we had sort of sneak we had we no, it wasn't during COVID. It was during it well, it was during COVID, but it was during one of the breaks in lockdowns. And we hired out a big house in the middle of the countryside. And it came with a it came with access to a tennis court. So a lot of the day through the days were spent at this tennis court playing football on the tennis court but well it was tennis but football but i've done that many a time as well people got very competitive and addicted to that game that 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 like took over a lot of the day that is a fun game as well yeah i remember yeah as a sort of late teenager going down to the local tennis courts but going in with a football and just doing it like that as well so fun it's awesome it's so good yeah underrated god this is making me want to play sports um I don't know where to go next. This is my fourth pick. I think I will so, yeah, go. So can I do a quick roundup? Make sure I'm following this properly. Yep. So you've, yeah, you do have three. You've got arcade sports game in which you picked NBA Jam. Yeah. You've got an extreme sports game which you picked Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two. Yeah. And you've also got a sports entertainment game where you picked WWF No Mercy. Mm-hmm. And you have correct. I have an American sports game. I picked NHL '94. Uh, made up sport game. I picked Speedball Two. A player licensed sports game. I picked Tiger Woods PGA 2004. And next up is Alex with... I think I'm going to go for a motorsport game, which I don't think I'll get any competition for, but I'm going to go for Heart. Is it Heart? I don't know. I'm going to go Sega Rally 2 on the Dreamcast. Oh, good one. That was none of the three I had picked. So I'm about to delete my honourable mention so I can write down Alex's pick for that my honorable mention was forza the forza horizon series yeah because i don't think we discussed this as well like trying to put it down to like actual motor sports rather than just a racing game so taking out things like gran turismo and all that because that's not really a sport it's mm. it's just like a made-up thing i guess yeah yeah like street racing doesn't really count as a sport so we're for that we're kind of thinking yeah like rally formula one nascar that kind of stuff okay. um but Sega Rally oh, 2... That knocks, that knocks out my first pick. Does it? So it means I Well, we'll t- we can discuss two, it if I'm you want. More than happy, no, I'm more than happy with my pick too. It was one of the first games I ever got a 1,000 achievements for on Xbox 360. I think that may have been my backup from what you've just said there that you're talking about. <laughs> um, so yeah, Sega Rally, I think it was. I got it with my Dreamcast when I was a kid and uh, mm. it blew me away. Like The graphics on it were so good. The music's really, really good. And it was just a totally different type of racing game to anything I'd played before because I hadn't really played a lot by that point. It was more like I'd played some Mario Kart or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think there's like there's something to be said for rally racing games specifically and how good they are. I often wonder, yeah. though... Um, I don't. Who do you know? Who, who's a developer for Sega? Well, Sega, I assume. Is it yeah. is it an in-house developed video game? Because I, I, I've often sort of, I don't know if I ever vocalise this, but I often sort of 
have the narrative in my head that Codemasters make some of the best racing games. And yeah, they do. They they tend to be rally game makers. And I think there's something to be said for the rally game that is just really, really fun. There's, is, do you think part of it is because there is there are a few things more satisfying than hitting a corner yeah. perfectly where you just sort of skid around and then carry on? Bang on. Exactly that drift, like learning how to get the drifts yeah. right and stuff, and like a perfect handbrake turn when you're going around one of those red corners. Yeah, with the old uh, the guy and Sega Rally sitting there sh- chatting to you, like long, easy, right, maybe, and all this kind of shit, and jump. Yeah, and Love the it. more you play it, though, you actually do start sort of tune, like tuning in and paying attention to what he's saying, and actually like acting upon what he's saying as you're going through the course, which I think yeah. is is really good. It's a really I don't know. It sounds silly to say because, of course, it's there for a reason. But it's it's something that when you're playing a racing game, for the most part, whether it's like Forza or Gran Turismo or something like that, I am finding I just I just look ahead and you break when the corners come. Whereas mm-hmm. when in a rally game and they're calling out the type of corner, that that eventually dictates how you enter the corner. And I think that's a really really cool mechanic that I enjoy. Yeah, but based off of I guess how the co-driver or whatever you're called. The passenger in a rally, actual yeah. rally event, would probably talk to you. Um, and there's there's few things more satisfying than sitting in a arcade cabinet um, playing some Sega Rally because your arms are just swinging your arms around when you're taking those <laughs> crazy corners and it's vibrating the shit out of you. Love it. Sega Rally is Appar- you know, apparently, um, and I can't remember where I'm pulling this information from, so take it with a pinch of salt. But apparently, it's one of the most stressful sports you can you can take part in and it's got like quite a high sort of um heart problem rate really yeah because it's such a stressful sport i i mean actually watching um, rally is looks terrifying if i try and imagine yeah. myself doing that it's like scares the bejesus out of me yeah um randomly and i've no idea how but randomly out of nowhere may, uh, a few like many years ago I ended up being like a, a sort of warden on the Scottish National Rally Championship. So no my way. job was when they finish a stage, my job was to go up to the car, get the get the paper from the um from the driver that had their time on. They must they must have picked their time up down the road a wee bit. They come up to me, I I take their timer and then like store it so that they can sort of judge the times and see who's winning what. Um and and someone died on that on that event that I was at. And apparently My someone God. dying is not uncommon because it's such a, it's such a stressful, stressful sport. Uh, a, a driver or a spectator? A driver, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. I mean, even standing at the sides watching it looks gives me anxiety looking at it. Oh, Cars, like, yeah, you don't have to go far. Stuff. Yeah, you don't have to go far down your YouTube to see some absolutely horrific videos, do you? Where yeah. if, like, people are like, oh my God. Yeah. I mean, you sign up for it as the spectator. Surely that's part of what you expect to happen. But just you've got to keep your wits back. about you. Yeah, yeah. You just got to keep your wits about you. Yeah. Right. That's my fourth one. What are you turn. going for? So we've got so my options open here. I've unpicked categories. I've got my free pick. Yeah. There's a 16-bit or earlier sports game. Yeah. Or we have a football slash soccer game. Yeah. I suspect a football slash soccer game we're going to pick the same game. Oh, okay. Um, or maybe not. Maybe not. Um, well, I guess that's one you want to you want to steal, then, isn't it? If you think you'll take, I think I so. Um, I'm, for some reason, I'm being drawn towards a 16 bit or earlier sports game. 
Okay. And I'm going to select. I'm going to select sensible soccer for that. Oh, you've taken my football game. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I may have. Yes. <laughs> I did think I might have. <laughs> Nicely done. It's got oh, to be that. Bollocks. I mean, that's a classic. That's another one that's still fun. It's a good arcade game that is still fun today. Um, and yeah. people that are good at that game can do things with the ball that I think is is absolutely amazing that I didn't know could have be done when I played this game as a kid. Yeah. That I just. It was it was what an Amiga joystick was made for for me. Just like yeah. wrenching that fucker to just get it to like swerve something <laughs> right out the other end of the pitch. Like that would seem to be my, I swear that was like my tactic. It'd be like from the goal kick, I would sw- like, you have to sort of pull back, don't you, to get the uplift on it and then like swerve yeah. it to the left. I would try and like do a massive goal kick to halfway line, get one guy to do a diving header to like knock it further forward to one of the strikers, pass it to the other one and then try and curl it outside towards the edge of the post and in for like over and over and over again endlessly playable because you can like edit every single team and change all the names so you can just make yes really up to date i think actually i when i was writing for sega mania about sensible soccer uh on the mega drive i there are screenshots in that magazine of me having made the current tottenham lineup from 2000 amazing it was so you can kind of see like fucking harry kane and stuff all over the uh the game but yeah honestly I, though like that that is part of the to me that's part of the memory though it's, it's funny because it's very much like wwf no mercy that you picked in the in your first pick earlier on and that like until pro evo came along on the playstation and allowed you to download an update and plug a us a usb stick into the console yeah. and update all the teams in the strips like part of the the fun in that game and honestly there's many a game like that i have spent sensible soccer included spent more time in the editor than i have actually played the game <laughs> updating players and strips so yeah. that they match i just remember like it wasn't actually sensible soccer but it's a memory that i love my cousin and i sitting at my grand's house for an entire day once one summer holidays on super soccer on the snes going through oh, yeah. the world cup world cup night france 98 world cup um, annual that we had, just updating, going through all the players and updating every single team so that we could just sit and play. That's awesome. I don't even know if we played it after that. <laughs> you probably had no time left. No. Taking your whole weekend. That was it. <laughs> you used to do a really cool thing on, I don't even know what it was, FIFA or something with your mate, didn't you? Where you did like a, didn't you do like leagues where you had to like drop, pick players or something? I swear you did something. You yeah, like yeah, yeah. We, we, on FIFA, we would, um, when they brought the ed, because the editor disappeared in FIFA for many years, and then it came back. So we would create a save, and we would clear. We were, I like I would take Man United, and we would clear the squad, and then you would go on to you would make a career mode, and when you go into the career mode, you can see players' value, and would give it would have say like a hundred million pounds to spend, and we'd go through the 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 value like sort of the buy a player value in the career mode and buy players. Uh, and then sign them to our squad. And then we, we had like a relegation stuff. Like we had relegation. We had like multiple divisions in which we like randomized the, the people going up and down. And then we had transfers. We At one point, this got so nerdy. We had like a, dis, uh, a dice rolling system <laughs> that was involved in like player negotiation of a contract. So it's like, say like I bought Ronaldo and I wanted to keep him I'd have to go into contract negotiations and I'd have to roll the dice and that the rolling dice would be 
how successful the contract negotiations were and that would eat into your budget if you wanted to keep him and that would say like how interested he was in terms of like signing back on a new contract and stuff like that yeah we went we went off the deep end that was back in the days when i was watching and loving mr kennedy win the intercontinental title in (laughs) wwe (laughs) nice i was so when you told me that you were doing that with your mate i was so jealous of it like the like rookie shit we were pulling on my house like any nowhere close to that level of interest and like um investment in your squad and stuff that's such a cool idea we got so carried away it was great though that was a, a really great year that we played that game oh, that's definitely put a cat amongst the pigeons in the football game category i'm gonna have to have some serious thinking about that because i i think it's one of two for me but i'm gonna i'm gonna avoid it, it for now yeah. You're going to avoid the football category. Yeah, well, there's no point now. You've taken sensible soccer out of it. So I think I'm probably happy enough with what I could pick instead. There's just, there's just several things now where I just don't think you're going to touch what I would touch. So it doesn't actually matter what I go for anymore. I'm pretty happy with my lineup so far that I think I'd get votes for it. So let's go for. I might as well just pick a category that hasn't been touched yet. Which I believe would be the last category because we've only got one to go. Oh no, you've just done sixteen bit, haven't you? Yeah, we've got we've we've technically got two categories left. Yeah, all right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go free pick then. And I okay. very nearly went for the game that I talked about earlier. And if you don't go for it, I will bring it up and we'll probably lament not picking it for the win. But my free pick is going to be Virtua Tennis. Oh, oh great shout! So I'm going to delete my third pick that was just like a left of field. So before you go into Virtua Tennis, I'm deleting Blood Bowl. <laughs> oh, okay. What was that um, for? That, that was for a, free pick, was it? That was for free pick. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was a that is a cool game, but we're not here. We're here to talk Virtua Tennis. That is maybe the best tennis game that's ever, made, so. that's ever been I made. I think so. Maybe other than the sequel, I don't know. But um, yeah, for me, Virtua Tennis is like I never need another one. It still it See, still if, holds up so well. Yeah. To be fair, the original Mario Tennis on the N sixty four is very very good, and that would have potentially been a, a thought of mine. But this just feels more legit. And again, just an absolute powerhouse on the Dreamcast. Looked gorgeous, ran beautifully, and like the controls are so simple. It's just fucking awesome. I am. Um, there are. See if they nail a tennis game. There are yeah. a few things better than an absolutely nailed tennis game. And if you play against someone that is like the same level as you are, yep. I don't know what it is about because I don't particularly like tennis as a sport, but mm. the yeah, playing a tennis game is there's like when you when they nail it, they really nail it and it is so good. Yeah, and you're right about that whole like just having a really intense tennis match with somebody where you just it feels like no one's ever going to lose a point or whatever because yeah. um the, the mario tennis on the gamecube famously in my group of friends my my friend simon has never ever beaten me at mario tennis oh on the GameCube. that's a that's as a dangerous record friends, to have yeah that would he give me stress that would give me stress i'd almost want to lose just so i could get that <laughs> not as much stress as it gives him trust me just every time you can just see it get deflated when he knows he's not going to get the win so fun but yeah has he ever given you some good game has he ever given you some games like uh yeah probably he's probably won a few sets Um, okay but to be fair i can barely ever beat him at street fighter so that's one of our rivalry games i just can't i can't touch him at that anymore we used to be quite evenly matched but i can't get near him now 
So it's probably like, still play Street Fighter. Is he like he might do. I don't know. We have like a we have like a this like stable of stuff that we always used to play when we hung out back in the day. It'd be like Mario Tennis, F Zero X, Monkey Bowling, and Mario Tennis. So telling you, I say this every time a fighting game comes up. There's gonna we're gonna have to find a way to tie fighting games into a winner's use so that you and I can, me especially, can get our yeah. It's just a genre of video game. I am completely. Unaware I mean, of. Yeah, Street Fighter Six with its career mode seems like the best one to do because it's going to ease you in, but who knows. Mm. But yeah, that's my free pick. I don't... Well, as as your reaction tells me, you probably wouldn't have taken that from me, but I wanted to just double doubly make sure. Yeah, that's a sensible one. Um, Just because it's the only unpicked category now, I'm going to pick... And I was trying to remember the best one. And I think it's Pro Evo 4. That I'm going to go for under the football game genre. See, that's what I that's what I assumed as well. That certainly is probably my favourite Pro Evo of all time that I have. Well, other than the 2021 version from like 20, mm-hmm. it's actually the 2019 version that I still play on my PS5 now when I'm editing podcasts and stuff because they killed it with eFootball. Like pro evo 4 got me back the state into football. Of, the state of modern football games is so upsetting yeah, it really is it really given is. how given how like global and massive a sport it is there's one ga- there's one game in town and it's yeah average. you're right yeah it's it's kind of but, killed itself yeah but pro evo yeah. 4 is so pure it's so quick it's so like easy to pick up and play it's a you game can dribble that, it's through a everybody game, yeah Exactly. It's a to me. It's a game that remembers it's a video game. Yeah, and I think that's important when it comes to video games. You obviously want games to look fantastic and things like that, but like FIFA just seems to be on a mission to. Well, it's not FIFA anymore. EAFC. No. They need to find a better name. That's awful. Yeah, it's so bad. Like you said, what do you what do you abbreviate that to? Yeah. I'm gonna go play EA. EA what? It's it's like four letters and like four syllables isn't it so it's like yeah. it's awful to try and pronounce it's so bad um on my list though i also had i i I'd written down football manager 14 without much interest in actually taking it because i was like that. i've put i have put i think i saw my steam library the other day and it was like 2500 hours into that game so i have played a lot of that game and i just i adore it and then i was thinking like everybody's got their like I feel like, oh, maybe that's this is not true, but everyone's got like peak, like this is the football game I was best at, and for me it was FIFA ten. I was just that was the one I was best at, so that was third on my list. That's the one I think that came back, like mm-hmm. where FIFA came back. Yeah, yes, it may actually be the first year they did Ultimate Team, or or at least one of the very earliest ones mm. they did it in, and I remember actually really loving that as a concept back then. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I remember FIFA 10 maybe the first time that I switched back from Pro Evo to FIFA because that was just the way the wind was blowing for a few years. I know we've we've spoken about this. Like, like Ultimate Team, if it wasn't, if it hadn't become the egregious sort of slot machine gambling thing, like the actual idea of it is awesome. Yeah. Being able to build your own team. Um, when you eventually you get to the well in previous ones you, I don't know what it's like recently but you get to the point where you've always got a sort of income of money so you can sort of go in the, like going on the transfer list and like buying players oh it's so good they just the they little, just ruin it by trying to 
trying to coax money out your wallet too often. That stupid kids, yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. the first few years, I mean, there probably has always had a real world money investment in it because I remember kids buying Microsoft points mm. in, in Blockbuster when I worked there and I knew what they were doing it for. Um, although sometimes it was to uh, buy themselves a new Xbox game attack because they'd been banned and I told their parents. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there was just like, it felt really pure at the start. Like you didn't really need to put any actual money in it to have a good team. And then yeah. it'd be a few years where I'd change it every single year. So like the first time I'd be like, right, I'm going to do an ultimate team of um, purely Italian league players. And I think I did a German league one. And then I think one year when I knew I wasn't going to play a lot of it online, I did any player that had played for Spurs, but wasn't a Spurs player anymore. That was oh, that's a fun one. I remember Get, like, that. Bale actually. and Modric and all this kind that's of stuff. That's a great idea. Yeah. Maybe maybe there's a maybe there's a fun couple of weeks, few weeks we can have when FIFA eventually comes to Game Pass. We can both say, right, let's put a tenner in Ultimate Team. We'll buy some packs and then see what team we can make. And anything else from then on, you have to use in-game earned coins. Maybe that's a fun way to play. Yeah, and then just play each other and not worry about twatting. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, that's not a bad shout. Been a long time since I've played a FIFA game, but yeah. You'd still batter me. I remember you you were far better at FIFA than I am. I won a work tournament at FIFA once when I worked. Uh, nice. One of my, my first job after uni, I won a FIFA tournament. That was great. Beat the guy 5-1 in the final. <laughs> 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 that was heated. There was some heated FIFA shit in that office. Having that Xbox 360 in the break room, every time you go in there, people will be playing it and yelling at each other and stuff. So good. It's nothing better than when a game sort of grabs like a group of people. Yeah. Like uh, now we're now we're all picking each other's other picks now. All the yeah. picks have been taken. So we might as well have a bit of a discussion while we go into this then if you have any honourable mentions as well. Yeah, now we've got we've got no cards to keep close to our chest. Yeah. Um so for the lols, because I think you said there were so many good games in this category, and I don't know if you'd have picked maybe this one. For made up sports game, I am gonna go for wind jammers. That was number two, Miller. Was it? Okay. What, what a game. <laughs> yeah. That is. I remember um, we got a beer and invited in to play a pre release versus Windjammers 2 in Cologne one year. That was. Yeah. A f- and I was going to swear there unnecessarily. That was a blood. That was a highlight. That was. That was really good. They had like built their booth up to be like a living room where they had like a sofa and they had decorated it like a. I don't know, like a fancy living room. Yeah, you just got to sit and speak to developers while you played some Windjammers. That was so good. Was... Then the game went missing for like a year or so, didn't it? It took a while to come out. Yeah, it didn't disappoint though, did it? I think it's a really good no. game that they brought out there. That was .emu, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Good beer, good guys, good game. Original yeah, Windjammers as well is a jam. Literally, yes, it's it, awesome. It is so good. Um, D- Disc Jam is it Disc Jam Vendetta mm-hmm. or something like that? Is another one that was really good, but that was like because there was a big windjammer shaped hole, yeah, in the, in the market that that sort of filled. And that that was a good game as well, but it was no windjammers. And Rocket League is the other one that's the obvious made up sports game. Yeah, that's what um, I was referring to earlier that I now hate and don't want to talk about it. Do you? Do, is this just me being like fanciful and whatever, or it was Giant Bomb like a big driving force behind the Windjammers getting popular? Yes, again? yes, they absolutely love that game. Um, specifically, Jeff Gersman, I think, is was the 
was the man behind that. Yeah, very often that would pop up on unprofessional Fridays where they would sit and have a beer and play some windjammers for yeah. an hour or two. So good. That is that. Yeah, that's the. It was them that put that game on my on my radar, and I was like, "Oh, this game looks this game looks fantastic." Yeah, beautiful and as it well. Was. Still looks really yeah, nice. Really, yeah. Uh, so you've got windjammers and made up sports game. I guess I can just sort of work my way through the list now. Um, a nice leisurely stroll through it. A nice leisurely, nice leisurely stroll. So, so arcade sports game. This is the one back to mm. the correct choice is NBA Jam. If you want to win, um, but I have gone for a game that is near and dear to my heart: track and field. Oh, um, okay. international track and field sixty four specifically is the one for me. Um, love a track and field game. Really, really good. I just don't want to play it on my controller. I want to play it on someone else's. Because <laughs> they're so brutal. But yeah, that You're not game... one of the spoon users, are you? No, 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 no. Only, only... The only time I would sort of cheat was the shop put. Because on the N64 controller, I would roll on the on my bedroom floor um, and then get shouted at from my mum because she could obviously hear it <laughs> below me. <laughs> yeah. The game probably... Of every game in this entire thing will probably be the one that we fail to be able to play first in life as we get older. <laughs> yeah. when button bashing becomes something that you have to go to the doctor about the next day. <laughs> Track and field is over for everyone. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm now at the stage that I've I've sat in the toilet. So what was the game that did it? I can't remember, but it was when I worked for a charity, did not like the job, was not very good at it. Um, we used to sit in the toilet playing a game and to this day now if I play a lot of phone games I get a sore thumb <laughs> uh, it's just a bad yeah it's the same when you're getting old when you get repetitive strain injury from moving your thumb around a phone screen yeah I I used to pride myself on button bashing in, in my friendship group I was always the winner yeah same yeah I had this really weird, like, muscle spasm thing that I used to try and do, rather than actually don't do it quickly. I'd, like, sort of spasm my muscles and, like, strain and basically shit my fucking guts out. My intestines, Big like... Big vein across your head. Up. Yeah, because I could make my hand twitch so quickly through, like, spasming it. I, would, I, I was like, no one could touch me. Certainly not <laughs> while I was doing it, because I probably would have exploded on them. <laughs> But I feel like that's a, that's not a wise move anymore because incontinence will come knocking at the door if I keep. Yeah, that I was going to say you will, you will, you will soil yourself in yeah, some fashion. Yeah, I'll at least get a hernia or something from it. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> just don't, if you're gonna if you're gonna do it, make sure your daughter's out of the house so she doesn't see her dad shit himself. Yeah, while he's like looks like he's having some kind of fit in front of a PlayStation game. <laughs> or he's, all the spoons are up in his room because he's slamming it over the buttons to try and run quicker in a 100-meter sprint. Jesus Christ. Track and field, though, that's, yeah. Everybody knows it. Like, even my wife, yeah. like, if I talk about that, she'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember playing that on the PlayStation or whatever. So much fun. It, I mean, it even made it into, I remember I went to see Russell Brand in Glasgow one many, many years ago. And that was even part of his stand-up routine was talking about people playing track and field on TV. <laughs> he spent about 10 minutes doing probably very similar movement to what you've just described across the stage. 
So it's, it's made it to the mainstream. We've made it, guys. Yes. Video games are here. All right, uh, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with a player licensed sports game, and I'm going to go with mm-hmm. the timeless Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey on the Nintendo 64. Good one. One of my favorite. Ar- I mean, it is an arcade game, really, but. It's got Wayne Gretzky's name to it, so it counts. Mm-hmm. Um, just, yeah, this was one of the things that me and my friends always used to play that I didn't mention earlier. Uh, there was always, like, a thing in the game where you could hold press A and B together as you were doing, like, a build-up, and basically one of your players would pass it to the other, and then he would immediately shoot as soon as he received the puck. And if somebody scored a goal like that, where it was like hit across the face of the goal and tapped in at the corner. Every time we'd be like, did you AB it? We'd be like, yeah, I AB'd it. It just became like, for some reason, that was a phrase in our friendship group. Oh, make sure you AB it. <laughs> but like, you know, <laughs> video games that have like turbo in them are always going to win, especially mm-hmm. in sports. So this one was great. Yeah. You could, you press the turbo button, you'd like do a zoom ahead. If you held down the turbo button whilst doing your shot, you'll put, the puck would go on fire sometimes. And then it would like burn through the keeper and he'd get smashed into the goal and fly away. Yeah. Sometimes the keeper would turn into a literal brick wall and just block it. It was it was mad. And the NHL hit series that came out afterwards is also really fucking good as like a spiritual successor okay. to it from Midway. So that was in contention as well for things like arcade sports or American sports games, but mm. Yeah, Wayne Gretzky. I don't think it really scored that well. I think the arcade version was very popular, but the N64 one was kind of a 7 out of 10 kind of jobby. But for me, it's just pure blistering speed and just so much fun. Like, I just love it. That's a great show. I had to dive in on our player license sports game in Pit Tigers because this is this is one of the categories I really struggled on. I think my okay. backups were I actually thought about Ronaldo v Football, which is <laughs> not a good game. And then I was like, can I argue that Tony Hawk is a player license sports game because yeah, there's probably. competitions in it? I was like, possibly, but I feel like that was one I was like, oh, it's maybe not the spirit of the spirit of the game. Do you, do you know so, yeah, what? Um, um I knew you were obviously I knew you were gonna pick Tiger Woods. And I wanted to kind of play it to a game that I actually genuinely really, really love. Although I do love this other game, but one of the ones I was thinking about doing as like a cheeky asshole pick would have been Mike Tyson's punch out on the NES. Mm. I did think about that. I did think about that. I, I actually thought about that in the, was it the 16-bit category as well? Yeah. thought about that when I was like looking around, but yeah, ultimately, ultimately didn't make it. But Mike Tyson's punch out is not a, not a bad shout. Was it Mike Tyson's punch out? Because they dropped the Mike Tyson at some point, didn't they? Yes, they did. We, um, what was the story? Can you remember the story behind that? Because I cannot. It may have been the um, controversy surrounding him when it came to be released over here. I don't know if that's actually the uh, case. Yeah, no, probably yeah. not, actually. I think maybe just they had a contract with him and it ran out by the time it was released overseas. So we didn't get him over here. We got like Mr. Dream or something instead at the end. Um, it basically just looks like the Macho Man. Maybe it is the Macho Man. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'm really not sure why that license went away. But it, I, along those lines of like boxing games, I actually think it's really funny. The whole like after he lost to Buster, was it Buster Douglas? Is that who he lost to? Who Tyson? Yeah, 
somebody knocked Mike Tyson out and like nobody had, I think he was the first person maybe to, to beat him in a professional fight or something. And he won the world title off him and Sega like signed the guy up to a huge contract to make boxing games for him. And then he like lost his title in the very next fight and was terrible. And they just oh, shit dear. the bed by backing the wrong horse. Hang on. Is it? Yeah. James Buster Douglas knockout boxing. Yeah. Sega made it after he beat Mike Tyson and then he never basically won a big money fight ever again. Oops. Yep. But I mean, in this one, like I said, there were some Kobe Bryant basketball games. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess Rory McIlroy had the PGA license after a while. Yeah, There's quite, you could probably go back, like way back and get quite a lot of golf people like Arnold Palmer, I think had a golf game. True. Yeah. You could do fucking Jimmy White's whirlwind snooker if you want. You could. You could, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's the Steven Gerrard, like, five-a-side game as well. Yeah. There'll be a lot of football Steven... games that we've never heard of. Yeah. Yeah, that's my player license. Yeah, I'm just moving on the list now. So I'm on extreme sports. I thought there was a few here that I thought about. I thought about 1080 snowboarding. That's, yeah. a, that's a shout. Um SSX Cool Borders is yeah. SSX Cool Borders was another one that I really well Cool Borders two for me was the was the one. Um Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball. Oh yeah, very extreme. <laughs> <laughs> BMX XXX. I'll stop now. Oh yeah, BMX. yeah. Okay. <laughs> um I'm going similar to you though, but I am going to select Tony Hawk's Underground is my favourite. Oh really? Extreme sports, yeah, I love, I love the campaign in that game. Mm-hmm. It, they they basically Pokemon you and basically like set you up against your your best friend through school, and then you both get signed on, and he becomes your rival, and then he does you over, and then you've got to sort of you go from the the top skateboarder, and then sort of have to just become this underground skateboarder, and then it finishes with the you having to complete this ridiculous line that took me. <laughs> Untold hours to do, um, but yeah, Tony Hawk's Underground was good. Yeah, it was. It was the first game I remember. One you could get off your board, yes. Not, that, and then two that like they actually injected like a proper, I want to call it a campaign, but yeah. like a proper story to it, yeah. Uh, rather than just like collect tapes and go through different worlds, I, I loved it, loved it. And you got to pick your team as well. So like, I ended up like going about with Bam and stuff like that. Just and you, yeah, in my head, I just felt like I was a cool kid hanging out with Bam. Yeah, yeah, loved that game. I've never actually really played through that properly. So this is like been some of my priorities for this new Xbox, like original Xbox collection. I'm getting is to get the underground mm-hmm. games and give them a proper go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it does look really. I have played some of it before, but only in like at a friend's house kind of thing. Um. Even like, even, didn't expect even, you to say that one though. What were you, did you have anything you were expecting? I thought you were going to take two because we did a podcast about it back in the day. Two is good. One, two, yeah. It could have it could have been any of those. Um, mm. Just sort of settled on underground. That's 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 the one for me. Interesting. But in in fairness, I probably have played cumulatively more of one and two both. Yeah, like I can still remember all the levels in one and two. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think I could do that with Underground. I, my standout memory of Underground is the is the campaign. Yeah, <laughs> which is a funny thing to say about a Tony Hawk game. In it, I remember the I call story. It a campaign. Yeah, it's yeah. just a story. Yeah, <laughs> it was peak Jackass. That's, yeah, it was. that's kind of that's what sort of married up with. Have you done arcade? Sorry. 
Yeah, I got track and field for our kid. Oh, yeah. NFL Blitz was one of my um, backups for that, by the way. I had NFL Street for my okay. first, NF- first sports game. Yeah, um, I've never played any of them, but I would like to. They're cool. The NFL Street was really cool. I quite liked the NFL arcade thing they brought out on 360, but apparently people hate it. Yes. That. That's actually broadly similar to NFL Street. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because it's like um, it was just a sort of over or the top six or something, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. That was really good. Forget what that's called though. NFL Arcade is that? I think all it was. It was yeah, I think that's what it was called. And they all had like yeah, big heads and stuff, game. didn't they? I think that's why people didn't like it. But me and my friends who were too stupid to play real Madden loved it. Yeah. Oh, it was great. Yeah, it was like simplified. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. I made myself an American account on my PS3 so I could get the NFL Blitz that was on PS3. Just so I could get it. Oh, yeah. So I, that, The other one yeah. I thought about um, in that category, I don't know why we've not gone to this, is Mutant League Football. was also another good NFL game, sort of American football-style game. Mm, never played it. Is it like Blood Bowl, then? Mutant League Football. Yeah, they the same sort. No, of thing? it was it was it was it was more like NFL Street in this NFL game. Yeah, it was it was more mm. of a sort of quick, um, t- brutal tackles. No, not really any refereeing version of take it like hitting people after the whistle's gone and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. While we're talking about American sports, then I'm going to pick the Bigs Two, which is. I can't remember who made it, but it was a, a an attempt to make baseball interesting. <laughs> For me, absolutely nailed it. Did it work? Yes. I've never played this. I'm aware it, it exists, but that's about all I can say about it. Now, the the um, the MLB, the show games, are perfectly good, perfectly serviceable. They're not too difficult to get into if you roughly understand baseball. But the bigs just made everything fun. It was like a real happy Gilmore sort of baseball game where like – there's certain types of uh, like special players that you have on each team, and if you hit like a ball to them on the infield or the outfield or whatever, there'll be like some kind of QTE you have to do, and they'll do like a crazy flying catch. You can nice. build up special meters so that you can do like there's you, there's like a risk reward thing where you get like a special meter, and if you use it early, you can get like a guaranteed home run. If you, all you have to do is hit the ball to get a home run. You haven't got to like aim it or anything. As long as you make contact, it's a home run. But there's one further than that. If you keep going and you save up your special meter where you can basically do it four in a row and it like really quickly lets the other guy pitch to these people. You see, you get like four pitches in a row to four players. And obviously if you hit with each one of the players, you're going to get a grand slam and it's, it's just going to go fucking mad. So, me and my friend Chris have had some like ridiculous games at this. I taught, I basically taught him the rules of baseball, taught him how to play the game, and then he eventually ended up beating me at it. So um, I've had some really like crazy edge of your seat fun times with the Bigs too, and it's got a really good career mode as well, where you create yourself as a just a single player and you start oh, nice. in, like the, the minor leagues playing for like some, you know, Mexican team or whatever, and then work your way up That's to cool. getting into like the all-star game and all that kind of stuff. And it's, it cuts out all the bullshit. So you like, whatever your fielding position is, you, you, you do a little bit of that and then you just bat yourself and then that's it. Like you don't have to watch everybody else awesome. on your team bat. Yeah. So it really like streamlined baseball just to being one guy. And it just, I just loved it. And um, yeah, it's really awesome. Like, the easily for me my favorite baseball game ever 
Although I do quite like Ken Griffey Jr. on the N64. Sounds better than actual baseball. Yeah, definitely. The, the, the MLB, the show games are fine, but Bigs 2 is where it's at. Like, if you're not that into baseball and you don't really understand a lot about it, you don't care about realism or up-to-date rosters, get a hold of that and stick it in an Xbox so 360 what's your, or PS3. In terms of like your interest, do you like baseball itself? Is that I a- went through a period of, of quite liking it, yeah, when I was up in Scotland and um, the girlfriend I had at the time, her dad was from the States and he was a um, he was quite into baseball. Right. So he and he sort of taught me about it and we I used to watch the uh, Cleveland Indians with him. That was good fun. So I did get quite into baseball then. And I've been to a baseball game, which is actually really fun because we were quite near the foul cool. line. So you had to keep your wits about you. You're going to get twatted in the face. And there was like garlic fries and stuff. So yeah, that was really good fun actually. And it was like four three, so it actually had stuff happening in it. Um, yeah. So yeah, I yeah, think it's, quite like it's, a, it's just a long investment again. A stupid time of night if you want actually want to watch any of it. That's that's that is it. It's like I love basketball, but there's too many games for yeah. me to care about in a season, which means there's too many games that don't matter. Like, and I guess with baseball as well, it's like. I don't understand. Like, to me, it falls in the same category as like I don't. It just seems like rounders to me, which is what we <laughs> used to play at school. Yeah, um, and it's the same thing. It's like it's like broadly similar to cricket. You hit a ball and just run between points, and I, I I don't understand why people like these. Like why I understand why people would enjoy playing them because I would. I what well, I I don't understand why people enjoy watching them is where I struggle. Yeah, so the thing I would I've always said with baseball um is like this is probably again a, like a a layman's terrible explanation of why it's fun. Hey, it might but work to for me, me, I've always thought of baseball as the impatient person's way of watching a game of cricket because in cricket <laughs> you could like see a guy just kind of fucking do a safety or whatever they call it in a cricket. Yeah. Um for like an hour and not get out, but in baseball in in sort of three odd balls, you're either going to hit it or you're going home. And it's just, there's a constant turnover. It's like I say with American football to people as well. Like if you like goals in football, soccer, American football, there's basically a chance of every time they start a play, there could be a goal. There might not be, and there probably won't be, but there's a chance on every single play that he he lobs it in the end zone and somebody catches it. And with baseball, it's the Mm -hmm. same. There's a chance... Every time that they're either someone's going to get out or someone's going to hit it, and and it's like a really quick churn through of players rather than watching one guy do like, oh, you got a hundred and twelve runs this afternoon against South Africa for four hours, like, <laughs> and he had a tea halfway through, like yeah, fuck off. It's, it's so funny as well because like because as much as I struggle to get into cricket, it's a uh, so like half of my family are from the borders in Scotland, which is like where the sort of rugby playing end come from yeah so like they half of, so like they're massively into their sport but half of their sport in life is rugby and the other half is cricket and they're mad into watching england play cricket mm-hmm. and i just it's one thing it's like i totally get the rugby side of it the cricket side i'm just like what are you doing i just don't understand this i just i've yeah. tried my best i just don't get it same with my father-in-law he always says do you watch the cricket like no you know i hate it no, I did, stop I asking not <laughs> <laughs> which yeah so i guess there's there's a couple more player license games right jonah lomu rugby brian lara cricket yeah yeah Big brian staples. lara cricket yeah 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 that was a good one yeah that's a great shout um i guess it's my turn now and this yeah. is probably the most one of the more obvious picks but my so i'm going to 
the one that's coming up is a motorsports game. The one I actually yep. had at the top of my list that I'm not going to pick was uh, Project Gotham Racing 3. I absolutely love that game. Such a good arcade racer. But that, as Alex said at the beginning of the podcast, is actually probably not a motorsports game. It's mm. just a racing game. There's yeah, not really a sport happening. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I'm going for Dirt 2. Yes! I bloody love that game. I'd have never played this without you in my life because you got me into Dirt and rekindled my love of rally games from the Sega It's the best rally one. Days. Codemasters, yep. Codemasters make, have, have like, in my opinion, the best racing game engine Maybe aside from like the, what do you call it? The the people that are less arcade and more simulation. Um, mm. Even Codemasters also make the Formula One games, which are also very, very good and also have some pretty decent campaigns. But for me, Dirt 2 is the one. Um, Love that. And I, that I played that game for months online. I, I'm, I'm, other than maybe apex legends i'm not typically someone that will gravitate towards playing games online yeah dirt 2 had me dirt 2 and apex legends are the two that are the two biggies for me <laughs> that have really got me what was the online of that like was it just time Ra- trials uh, or actual racing it's, it's essential time trials but um so you could pick you could pick that you would you would race in a normal race but the ones i would go for was essentially time trials but you would race against people but you would just see their ghost so that it was okay. essentially a rally stage but you could sort of see as you were going where you were sitting within the pack it's just very very good very very good at the time game was absolutely gorgeous as well um, don't remember yes. if it was in dirt one but the rewind feature that they put in that was generally like genuinely game changing for that yeah. genre and it still goes today mm-hmm. in forza horizon yes it does um, this is the dirt game I've played the most of. I've got dirt five, and I've just barely touched it. I don't know why. Oh, yeah, I, I've never. I've sort of dipped into dirt from time to time, but dirt two is one that really got a hold of me for a number of months. But yeah, the the others I've sort of dipped into and never, never fully stuck with for some reason. In fact, they've act, didn't they? Um, like sort of earlier in the year, do a, a rally DLC for Forza Horizon five as well. You could be right. Yeah. You could be right. And I don't know if we get that as part of Game Pass or if we have to pay for it, but I saw a trailer for it and it looked really fucking good. Or oh, did it? Yeah, I think maybe we, we need to have a look at, at this. Yeah. Because yeah. we could have some rally fun again. Yeah, we could. All right, I'm going to go 16-bit then, and I am going to go for Super Punch-Out. Because uh, for me, just that bit better than the original Nez punch out which is obviously the one that people play blindfolded these days and blah 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 um but it's just like <clears throat> that game is is tough to look at very very tough to play super punch out is also an incredibly difficult game and this is another game that my friend simon is far better than me at um but i just i love the way it looks and i love the way it plays it's just really really simple i've never played this dodge left and right use your special things i think you'd get really into it actually because it's really it's yeah. really not that complicated um and it's just got so much character to it like each each different box has got their own you know obvious sort of almost stereotypical but not as bad as the original sort of look to them they've got their own theme music they've got their own moves that you have to kind of learn the patterns of it's more of like a a puzzle action game than it is an actual boxing game and speaking of boxing games there were several that we 
I could have thought of for my free pick, like Fight Night. Fight Night was um, yeah, Fight Night was was good for a number of years. I was quite a fan of Ready to Rumble um, for a while as well. I was about to say Ready to Rumble Boxing. Yeah. Um, one I feel Jackson like I've got that somewhere. <laughs> At least I used to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was great. Um, so, I had Super Soccer on my list as well, as well yeah. as Super Tennis, which were both excellent Super tennis games. Is so good. Um, I did a lot. Not of as good as Virtual Tennis. No. I played a lot of those 16-bit tennis games when I was doing a review of uh, one of the Pete Sampras games. There's another licensed player game. Mm. Um, and uh, Super Tennis was by far, well, yeah, I think it probably was the best, but there's a, there's Namco Smash Tennis on the SNES, which is fucking ace, which you will have on your Switch. Oh, will I? Okay. Yeah, so that's worth checking out. In this, I think it's in the SNES like, online thing. Really, really good. Awesome, but yeah, yeah Super Punch Out. That's great, my sixteen. Great game. choice. Potentially um, was going to be uh, International Superstar Soccer Deluxe on the snares because that was one of my first football gaming loves. But uh, I will discuss that more in the football game category, I guess. I'd actually written down ISS sixty four in the sixteen bit earlier sports game, and then realised it wasn't sixteen bit. Delete that. There's a there's a, uh, pick a new one. There's a hint there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I still have to pick. You've still got your free by pick. the looks of it. I've got my free pick, and I've got a sports entertainment game. So we're going to dive in with sports entertainment game. I actually cannot decide. So my top three that I'd written down for this game is my number one was WCW versus NWO Revenge. Yeah, great game. Then I had number two, WWF No Mercy. Then I had number three, SmackDown Two. Yeah, I actually think. In the cold light of day, I'm going to plop for SmackDown 2. I think you should. Absolutely adored that game. Be good to see the N64 and PlayStation ones go against each other, just like back in the day. Yeah, I think that was going to be fun. Um, this, I remember, like obviously, like SmackDown came out and just sort of blew the doors off of the wrestling game genre in my mind. Like it just like it was quick, fast. So it quick. felt like it felt like. W, like that sort of era of WWF, and yeah, it was just they add the SmackDown two is where they they sort of took the the formula on the sort of, in terms of the gameplay that they had nailed, mm-hmm. and then just built on it. So this is what you could, I'm pretty sure you could go backstage in SmackDown two. You yeah. certainly got like casket matches, hell in the cell matches, yeah. cage matches. Like they just sort of built on this, and you could make your own card so you could like go and make your own show I love and that just put all the, yeah. the card together the, it was just a such a good wrestling game awesome uh, yeah, yeah and uh, you made a good point there actually like um, I suppose the N64 the games there were like building on the formula that was made by the WCW original mm. in fact even before that there was a, there was a couple more um, like Japan only sort of games. Um, and they were very like closer to what would be described as like a simulation of wrestling back in the day where it was like a little bit slower, mm. um, a little bit more precise, 
But SmackDown really like encompassed like the attitude of WWF attitude at the time, where as you say, it was like it was fast, it was brash, it was flashy, it was pick up and play. Whereas the N sixty four ones were a lot more like, you know, the purists wrestling game. SmackDown was just pure fun and nonsense from the start. And um, yeah. I basically bought well, I no, I didn't buy because my, my sister already had a PlayStation, but I stole the PlayStation offer to play SmackDown too. And you know, I remember <laughs> I remember the first because I had an N sixty four the whole time before that. The first ever PlayStation magazine I bought had a book in it that had all the way to, like, all the special moves for SmackDown two in it. Oh, nice! Do, do you know what as well is in, in terms of like where the PS one's concerned with yeah. sm- with the SmackDown games? Um, it also made them much more engaging. I mean, up to that point, it was the acclaim. They were fucking terrible. Those games, Warzone and Attitude games, yeah, where awful. like it. To do a finisher, you had to memorize this like twelve input code, yeah, just to be able to do a stunner or something like that. Whereas, like, they just simplified it, and this was a THQ joint, wasn't it? So, like, yeah. THQ just—I feel like over multiple generations, including the the No Mercy and um, WCW versus NWO games, like THQ just knew how to make a good wrestling game, and, and they just showed people how to do it. Much like earlier on we are talking about racing games with Codemasters having having the great engine and stuff like that, yeah. and making some of the best racing games. THQ, back in the day, they made the best wrestling games. Definitely. Some of the PS2 ones, although KDB's been bitten by them in the uh, the other draft, are still absolutely excellent. Um, my One of my other picks would have been Here Comes the Pain. I think that's the best of those. Yeah, um, Shut Your Mouth is the one with The Rock on the PS2. Yeah. I remember having a... I, I played a lot of that one then. I think I think those games get a, a lot of bashing, but I think for a number of years, the, P, the sort of PS2 era, SmackDown, and then SmackDown versus Raw games mm. actually were quite good. They were, they were just, they were, they were fun. They were, they were like, like we've spoken about before, they were very iterative, um, but they, they were actually good games. The, the, I, I actually, I, I don't know if this is controversial or true even, but in my memory, like the problem with the, the wrestling games always came at the sort of generational jump. So they'd move from the PS2 to the PS3 and instead of continuing to build on the basis they had, they would sort of almost reset so they'd go back to like the first gen era of a ps2 game but with better graphics and like strip out mechanics and then over the course of the generation to slowly add them back in yeah rather than sort of moving the game as it was over and then building upon it on on the building blocks from that yeah so it, it sort of created the the, I mean, I was going to say created the the feeling, but it was it was it was a demonstrable fact that instead of um, being an additive game, they they were taking stuff away and yeah. then slowly giving you it back over the course of the generation. And I think that's what, at least from my view, turned a lot of people sour on those games. And Definitely. they've just never really been great since, have they? No. But the PS2 era was a really strong era for wrestling games, Absolutely. even if they don't score well. Like at KDB, every time KDB's picked one. Yeah. It's been a great game. Yeah. It's just he's just not rolled the dice in terms of the the critics. Yeah. I guess. I guess this brings me to finally pick a football game. Yeah, I can't believe it's taking you to the end to get purely because you yeah, you, soccer. I, I so I originally was thinking like it's gotta be Pro Evo four and then I uh had a little look around sort of 
the opinions of everything and Metacritic and stuff. And Provost 6 seemed to be the highest score in one. Okay. So after we talked about it on the draft, I went and bought Provost 6 and remembered playing mm-hmm. it quite a lot and gave it a play yesterday. Had a nil-nil draw and was like, hmm, I remember this being more fun than that. So then I was like, you know what's always fun? Guaranteed sensible soccer, which of course you then picked as well. So I think rather than go Provost 6, I think I am going to go with ISS 64 because that's a great game it really is this was probably the football game i played the most for that entire generation up until like yeah i started to people started to show me like what i suppose it was called iss pro evolution at that point was doing um but a friend and i would play this like every day we hung out which was basically every day um the the scenario mode they had in iss 64 was just like oh my god yeah brutally hard like, oh it was so good though it was yeah. great it was like, you yes, are four one down amazing. as as netherlands versus england win the game in five minutes or something it was so hard oh that was awesome i forgot about that and uh like Trying to get yourself even a yellow card was near impossible because it just didn't seem to care about any rules. It's just prison rules football. Through balls constantly with top C. And again, it was quite similar to Sensible Soccer where you could do these ridiculous swerving shots from miles out of the area if you knew how to wangle the the analog stick correctly. So, um, yeah, I think you've probably got two better football games. But this is... um, it's just a classic for me. I still want I to play I, 2000 where it had like an RPG mode in it. I need to play that one day. Yeah. You got to I didn't do like a little existed. football player RPG in the middle of an ISS game. Sounds like it'd be wicked, but I've never actually gone down and sat and played it. Yeah. Add that to the list behind the, the, the football RPG games that I need to play at some point. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a great shout. Yeah, that was actually really good, and and also like so, I would I would sort of couple that with sensible soccer that we had spoken before and super soccer, in that these were the games that I, I think it's important to sort of time and place these because these were at, at an era where like there was obviously like predominantly international teams, yes, that came at the cusp, sort of just at the end of the time where like you would get to a world cup or not maybe not so much a euros but certainly a world cup and teams would come along that you just knew nothing about like colombia you'd be playing as i know i don't even know any of these players and they'd be amazing which is a good job because most of the players were made up in iss so yeah anyway like duckham or whatever his name was instead of duck i remember duckham and there was a player that played for germany called someone something plank (laughs) and yeah those are the two that that stick out in my brain (laughs) <laughs> but that's a great choice ISS, ISS 64 I'm well yeah because f- uh, football games really really struggled to move into th- the 3D era they did it took them a while there were so many like get, you could look at Playstation 1 and N64 and there'd be so like FIFA 64 is a just disgusting video game there'd be some on, on Playstation there's some on Saturn like Sega Worldwide so, there's just some absolute shite this was such a cut above everything else. Like even yeah. FIFA at that point. Yeah. Like Konami was making like the gold standard football games for that for that era. From like the snares for the ISS Deluxe to this. To I'm sure like, this is football classic. must have been around that era as well. Yeah. Probably Red um, Card or whatever it was that you used to like. Red Card was fun, yeah. <laughs> this is football was was not bad. 
but my memory of that was is they had a handball mechanic. So if it, if you tried to oh, slide God. tackle someone and didn't nail your slide tackle, you would get blown up for a handball all the time. Stupid. It was like six handballs a game. <laughs> this is not real. <laughs> get this out of here. The biggest, the biggest anathema to me, well, is this anathema the right word? Will always be uh, FIFA '96 that had the dive mechanic. I don't think I ever made that work once. Yeah, there's that's actually in the Pro Evo that I play now. There's a dive in that, and the computer's done it to me a few times, and it always gets booked. I've never seen it win a penalty against me by diving, and I've had some like near rage moments where like I didn't fucking touch him, and I because I never play with a commentary on because I can't hear it anymore. And like I say, I play it while editing the podcast. So I'll be sitting there like throwing my hands in the air, and then the referee will book the player who got fouled, and I'm like, oh yeah, he did a dive, brilliant. That's so that funny. funny. Um, we got um, we spoke earlier about Scott and I making up our football game. Oh, that was Scott, was it? Okay. Yeah. Um, Scott had the same rage with you with the commentators, so we used to have to play with like Spanish and Swedish commentators. I tried that for a while angry. on FIFA. I remember as well. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just can't hear this anymore. It's the same lines over and over again. <laughs> Put the Portuguese on and hope they go go. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right, free pick. I'm excited for this. I feel like oh, there's no, a really I, obvious one. No, no, you're you're going to be really unexcited by this. Okay. Um, because so I can't remember what my third pick was because I've overwritten it with 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 your virtual tennis. <laughs> um, but it's it's going to be Rocket League for me. And my okay. other backup was was Windjammers because I was like I love Windjammers, but obviously you've picked that for your made up sports game, so. Yeah, I'm going Rocket League. I I love Rocket League. I think it's great. It it lives to this day. It is one of the the success stories of PlayStation Plus. One of the first games that came out in PlayStation Plus. Um, it is it is a game that I also think shows that if you stick with an idea that you think is good, can you can you sort of hone it because it was a an iteration of super. I was gonna say, good luck remembering that. Uh, it's basically rhymes with super, super califragilistic expialidocious, doesn't it? Yeah, it's like, like super, super something something robot football or whatever it is. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's, I think it's a great game, and I, I, I'm kind of with you in that. Like, I I don't really have any interest in ever playing it again, again. But everyone's got I, good at it. It's not fun anymore. Yeah, it's one. It's it's actually one of those things that like when you and I played it, we never ever managed to get our head around how to use the sort of flying mechanics exactly. that you can do in that game. And we hit a sort of stage of competence in the rankings where people were starting to learn how to do that and we weren't. <laughs> and it was either, yeah. do you commit to learning this or do you move on and play a different game? Yeah. And we moved on and played a different game. But I do appreciate it and I, I like the way it was supported. It is like... A, uh, the putting it on PS Plus when it first came out was ge- was a stroke of genius. Yes, it blew the um, fuck up from that. I absolutely loved that game, and I am more than happy to make that my free pick because I think that is one of the standout non sports sports games of the last ten years, perhaps. Absolutely, there was people going on like it's the best football game ever made, weren't they? Calm down. Yeah, they, and they were always American, weren't they? But oh yeah, <laughs> just, just calm down. <laughs> So you didn't mention what I thought would be the obvious choice for a free pick. What was that? Care to hazard it? Shall I? I'll give you a musical cue. Shall I? 
Yeah, get me a musical cue because I'm struggling. We sports. Yeah. Yeah. That would be my idea for what would be the ultimate. Well, because uh, I wanted to go like legit with virtual tennis, but surely we sports has been the most played sports game ever. I have a mixed. I was going to say relationship. My relationship with it's largely positive. I've got mixed feelings about Wii Sports because obviously, like you look at the sales in biggest that Nintendo's game, Nintendo's biggest seller ever, still. Yeah, and you look at the success of the game, and you look how that drove the sales of a console. Yeah, um, I also so I as much as I enjoyed those games and had many a good night playing those games had a great time with it and and you can't deny its financial success i've I've got a slight caveat with what that the road that it sent nintendo down for a few years and like i'm talking purely selfishly as me as a gamer in in the type of games i look for it sent them down a road that made them feel like they weren't making games for me anymore which which they weren't Mm. um and yeah, there's a slight, as much as I love that game, and I do like that game, and even if you put it in front of me today, I think we could have, we could fill an entire evening having a great time with that game. Yeah, as long as it's bowling. Um, as long as it's bowling. Um, I think that I am also slightly... I'm trying to think of the right word. I'm slightly annoyed at it in in terms of, like I say, the road it sent Nintendo down over the last over years subsequent, and I think sort of decisions they made after that in terms of like games they released and even with the Wii U were largely say, yeah. based on the Wii, and it, they had to go on a bit of a journey to realise that you've got to yes, if you can hit that sort of saturation point and hit the mainstream in a way that obviously video games are mainstream these days but if you can sort of hit that point where it goes over it you can make a lot a lot of money yeah which is what obviously nintendo are going for you can't bank on them as returning customers and you've got to do the the super mario games the the what's it mario wonder that's coming out you've got to have the zeldas you've got to you've got to do things like that in to keep the your sort of core fan base on side, so that you can then shoot off and look for that. And I, I feel like there's a five, six, seven year period where Nintendo forgot about the people that got them to where they were. And I think that's largely because of Wii Sports. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I can, uh, yeah, I can totally understand why you would have a negative retrospective feeling about that game. But it's of, important it is to the games industry, right? It's yeah. Massively important. Yeah. But that's it. That's our pick. That's picks. it. We've made it. So we have. I've got an arcade sports game in which I picked International Track and Field 64. And I have NBA Jam Tournament Edition. My next one up is a football game slash soccer game, depending on where you're listening to this hmm. from. And I have selected... Pro Evolution Soccer 4. And I have International Superstar Soccer 64. Next up, we have the Extreme Sports Games category, in which I have picked Tony Hawk's Underground. And I have Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. After that, we've got a 16-bit or earlier sports game. I have selected Sensible Soccer. Bastard. And I've got Super (laughs) Punch-Out. 
Up next, a motorsports game. I have picked Dirt 2. I have Sega Rally 2. A player licensed sports game. I have gone for Tiger Woods PGA 2004. And I have got Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey. Great pick. <laughs> a made-up sports game. I've got Speedball 2. I've got Windjammers. Too strong. Too strong. Yeah. As in TWO strong picks there. Um, a sports entertainment game. I've got SmackDown 2. I've got WWF No Mercy. An American sports game, NHL 94. I have got The Bigs 2. And our free picks, I have gone for Rocket League. And I have Virtua Tennis. That's a strong list of 20 games there. Yeah, so all that's left now is probably an hour or so after this has gone live, head over to at WinnerIsYouPod on Twitter. And there'll be an option to vote for who's won the draft. Is it me or is it David? You decide. Tell your friends to vote. <laughs> Tell your friends to Please vote. Vote. <laughs> Tell people to do it. Yes, because if we if people will vote, we can do this again. And yeah, we'll do different of, genres because we're excited by these. This we idea, can do so. different genres, and the winner of this genre can pick first next genre. Uh, totally fair. I'm with you. Yes. Yeah. And I suppose that brings us to the end of another episode of the Winners You podcast. If you liked what you heard, and even if you didn't, why not give our numbers a bump by subscribing to our podcast on your podcast feed of choice? Or if you prefer to imbibe imbibe your podcasts in a visual format, you can head over to our YouTube channel and search for a Winners You podcast where you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, as I've said about three times now. Well done, David. Well done. Well read. If the podcast isn't enough of your bi-weekly dose of Winner Winners You Chattery, you can also follow us on that micro-blogging website by searching at Winner Is You Pod. And you can even send us an email to tell us how wrong we are about our gaming opinions by writing to a Winner Is You Pod at gmail.com. Alex and I also have a presence on the website formerly known as Twitter, at DavidSmiley1 and at SuperThrillix, respectively. I will warn you all that the Rugby World Cup starts on Friday, so if you can't handle any rugby chat in your feed, do not give me a follow. <laughs> Alex, have you got any housekeeping? No, it's the same as the last pod. Just looking forward to getting Metal Gear done and potted about next time around. I can't wait. I started Metal Gear today and I'm having the time of my life with it. It's so there's your very, role. very cool. Yes, it's very anime. Yeah. <laughs> very 90s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And on that bombshell, I've been David, he has been Alex, and we have been the winners you, and I'm out. Keep gaming. That was my solid snake and break.